So I won't waste anybody else's more time. Tonight's guest started her working career actually as a dental hygienist, I believe. Yeah, so ended up doing sort of video creation and cross-channel marketing strategy and nurturing um, to take customers for their lovely nurturing journey for the business. So the business grew. Um, Marley started doing more and more um, video creation and online work and was soon doing more of that than cleaning teeth. <laughs> launched into her own business and the rest is sort of history although things of course being entrepreneurial don't always go smoothly and one funnel almost took it. You've probably been told that content is key to growing your business right? There are so many experts who spend a ton of time cranking out incredible content consistently, and yet they're broke. See, there's a huge difference in growing your following and growing your income. How do you create content in a way that actually gets you paid over and over again? Like turning every video into an army of salesmen that deliver your perfectly crafted message around the world, around the clock, perpetually, forever. I'm Marley Jacks, and you're listening to The VIP Code. And one funnel almost took, almost <laughs> took Marley out. Thankfully, a very kind-hearted mentor leapt in, saw the potential, and the rest was history. Yeah. Next, next stop was receiving a Two Comma Club Award and then being invited to speak on the stage at Funnel Hacking Live. Oh, my gosh. So please welcome tonight's amazingly productive, because you should see the content that she gets out there, and generous guest, Marley Jacks. Oh, thank you. I, it's fun to hear the story and be like, yep, that was a, that was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then some not so good times sometimes, unfortunately. The way it goes, but we, unless we have some drought, how can we appreciate the sunshine and rain? Absolutely. We shake hands with it. We thank it. Move forward. Exactly. Learn and grow. Yes. Yes. So take us back to what actually, I mean, were you from an entrepreneurial background? How did you get into this whole sort of space? Um, my parents, uh, they, they had jobs, good nine mm -hmm. to five, solid careers, really valued academics and work ethic. Yeah. And then my parents also um, did have a business. They they own a hockey league, which I'm from right. Canada. I live in Boise right. Idaho now, but okay. um, very Canadian of us to have a, yeah. a family hockey league. Um, and so I kind of learned a little bit about business from them. Right. Uh, I actually learned a lot about business from the TV show, The Apprentice. Uh, when I was a kid, I watched The Apprentice and I yeah. just thought like what they were doing, these challenges that they had were so mm. fascinating. Um, and that was kind of my first uh, introduction to hmm, what is what is business? What is marketing? What is entrepreneurship? But yeah. I also thought it sounded uh, like I'd have to go to school for a long time and get a business degree. And I was like, I don't know if that's for me. Um, I always wanted to do something creative. Like when I was a kid, I wanted to be an actress, a singer, a performer. Okay. Um, and when I went into dental, it was like, I knew that's what I didn't, that wasn't what I really wanted to be when I grew up, but yeah. it was something that allowed me to just work nine to five. You don't bring work home with you so that mm -hmm. I can really figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. 
Interesting. Yes. So a slightly different approach to a career and working out sort of like a stopgap thing, but yeah. but was going to be, yeah, a foot footstep into a step up onto where you wanted to be. So how did you get into creating video content and things? Where did that come from? What was the first step you took from being a dental hygienist nurse? Well, funny enough, when I was like a teenager, I used to steal my dad's video camera and make little videos with my friends and with my cousins that we would make like newscasts or we would, I would, I would document our entire weekend and turned into this like vlog before I even knew what vlogs were when I was a teenager. So I had always loved doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. but when I started doing, so when I was a dental hygienist, I, you know, needed a creative outlet. You can only it's very repetitive cleaning teeth. So I started to uh, do the social media for the dental mm-hmm. office and I was, it was good. Like we got yeah. new patients from it. People okay. noticed. And the IT guy was like, Hey, would you be interested in doing social media for some of my other clients? They, they could use the help. Next thing I know, he's referred me to all of his clients and <laughs> I have a business that I didn't even know you could like charge good money for this. Right. And in that, my clients would ask the same questions a lot. Yeah. Like in any industry, you have frequently asked questions. So instead of answering them over and over, I started making videos to answer the questions. So I could be really yeah. thorough in my response. And I just put them up on YouTube. And ah. some of those started to yeah. take off. And like people yeah. from the other side of the world that I hadn't even heard of were <laughs> commenting, emailing me or asking me questions. And I was oh, like, yeah. can I do that on purpose? Like, can I do this again? Yeah. And so I did. I did it again. And I like studied, what did I do that made it work? And yeah. then I was like, could I do this for my clients? Because if this mm. works so well for me, it'll probably yeah. work well for them too. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So yeah, so you, you're quite analytical. Did you realize you were analytical before you started doing this? I would never any- describe myself as analytical. So for me, it was like the desire to keep creating yes but figure out how I created in a way that led to success and that's amazing really isn't it the skills we discover we've got when they're presented in a different format you certainly mm-hmm. find them interesting uh-huh definitely yeah. yeah so right so you're suddenly creating you're replicating and is it this so have you already left the dental work and gone out on your own or how long did it take you to take that leap it did take me some time because I definitely, right. I felt comfort and security in someone else signing my paychecks. And it was really exciting <laughs> to have other revenue streams of like, if I get another client, more money. And if I get another client, I could be making yeah. more. I, I started to do the math of how many clients do I need to replace my income and to also have enough of a cushion that like, that yeah. I lost a client or anything. And so I started yeah. doing that math and I'd always say after the next client, after the <laughs> next, client, after the next client. And it's funny to think that we find security in someone else signing our own paychecks, but like, look at what happened in the beginning of 2020 and really having other revenue and business opportunities was the safer bet. Yep. Um, so I eventually, I actually, um, I had started to slowly reduce my days at the office and it was about a year later that I finally took the leap and left. Right. Yes. I mean, it's incredible you say about how we feel secure when somebody else is writing paychecks. But mm-hmm. um, I remember when my father, well, I was about 12 years old when my father set up his own business. He left full-time employment. He, he took voluntary redundancy and went out on his own. And um, 
he went to the bank for a loan and was absolutely gobsmacked that it was easier to borrow more money for his business than it was to borrow a lesser amount to buy a house. And he sort of said to the bank manager, he said, this is a bit crazy. I'm buying, uh, I'm just, you're, you're lending me money on the without loads of sort of collateral and this, that and the other. And then, yeah. yeah. And the bank manager said, yeah, but your income is far more secure. And my dad was like, but I haven't got anybody paying me. And they said, yeah. yeah, exactly. But if you're an employee, you can be fired. You can lose your job just like that. If you are managing to generate your own income, if you've done it once, you can do it again and again and again. And you can have more than one client. And he said, and you'll have more than one client. So therefore, you're spreading the risk even further. You lose one client and it's not all disaster. You lose one yeah. job and it's disaster. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was back in the 1980s, the early 1980s. Mm -hmm. I'm an old, old git. <laughs> but it's, it's great doing things like this actually keep you so much younger. So, yeah. So you've you've gone out. You finally, finally taken the plunge and said, OK, I've got enough job, enough things was there anything that actually pushed you over the edge in the end or was it just sheer time and and not having enough of it for yourself it's funny that you ask that so I would say that it, it wasn't actually me making the brave decision to like take the leap it was yeah. it was one of those things I feel like if you don't make the decision the universe God whatever you believe in will like make it for you it's like he will push yeah. you off the cliff if you don't make yeah. the jump and so um, I was engaged at the time. Um, I have since gone through a divorce, which is another big part of my story and my journey, which maybe we'll get to. Um, yeah. I was engaged at the time. We were like two months away from our wedding. And my uh, fiance at the time had a, a dirt bike accident. He had fallen off of his bike and scraped so much of his skin off. He had a fractured tailbone and both of his arms were in casts. Like he couldn't even like reach his mouth to feed himself or anything right. couldn't even like sit or lay down properly and just has like just burns and damage and just skin shredded it yeah. was terrible and he couldn't work because of his injuries mm -hmm. and he couldn't take care of himself yeah so I couldn't work so that I could take care of him right. so I called the dental office that Monday saying I can't come to work today and I don't know when I can come back Right. And mind, I'm like, we're two weeks, we're two months away from the wedding. We have bills to pay. Yeah. I have to go all in on this business. Like I, the burn the boats, this is yeah. my, my best option right now. And we did it. We paid for the wedding. We Fantastic. made it through. I had some of my highest revenue months because you had that yeah. Exactly. It's amazing, isn't it? The things that spur us on moving away from pain. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. A big enough why, and it's amazing what you can achieve. Yes, absolutely. Want to turn your YouTube channel into an endless source of fresh leads? Let us show you how to get daily hot leads, even if you don't have many videos or you just have a small following. This system works. We have an advanced private training that we would love to send you. It's a recording of an exclusive closed door event where we walked ambitious business owners like yourself step by step through our unique, proven four step YouTube lead machine system. The results of following this formula are astonishing. We have attendees generating 
thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars in two days before they even had a handful of videos up. Other attendees have gone on to make millions from what they've learned. The content in this recording will set you apart from your competitors who are struggling with inconsistent ad platforms and are getting burned out creating endless influencer content that gets likes and shares, but no damn revenue. If you're ready to step up and start 3Xing your daily lead flow, just go to VIPLeadMachine.com and apply for access. The information we're sharing is so powerful, we want to make sure it only ends up in the hands of business owners who are ready to use it. So head on over to VIPLeadMachine.com and apply to get your hands on the recording today.